Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. I think to me, as a three, as like a complimentary receiver, I would love to have a guy like a Gabe Davis who can stretch the field mm. vertically and can win down the field. The problem is when he is lining up as your every down like number two receiver, there is a limitation there that's hard to get around, especially when teams are trying to take away your number one and Stephon Diggs. And prior to this year, right, they got a lot out of Kincaid. And again, late in the year, they got a lot out of Khalil Shakir. You don't really necessarily have those other threats there as well. Matt Harmon of Reception Perception yesterday with Bulldog and Nate. And I think that's where a lot of us are sitting now with Gabe Davis is he's a great piece to have. He is not, though, your number two. He is not your eventual number one. And really, I think what hurt him was that massive playoff game. Eight catches, 200 yards, four touchdowns, historic. It's a record, the whole thing. And ultimately, he's given you amazing value as a fourth-round pick. Amazing value. The fact of the matter is, is if they had actually gone out and got another receiver in the first or second round and augmented the position... Gabe Davis is probably still here because he's seen as a third receiver that can do a lot for you. Maybe he's leaving still because it's like, ah, some teams see him as a two, what have you. But he would not be nearly as polarizing of a figure if in that game he just had, you know, six catches, 85 yards, and a touchdown, or even two. But it was because it was a record-breaking performance that really just sent him into the stratosphere. I tweeted out his last four games of that 21 season, ultimately, of course, culminating in 13 seconds. It's, you know, it's the Gabe Davis experience. Three targets, three catches for 40 yards. 14 targets for three catches for 39 yards. Three targets, two catches, 41 yards, and a touchdown. And then, of course, 10 targets, eight catches for 201 yards and four touchdowns. And then going into 2022, it's the Gabe Davis experience again against the Rams. Five targets, four catches, 88 yards and a touchdown. He's inactive against Tennessee. Against Miami in a game that is the heat wave game and and everyone complains about it. He had six targets, three catches, 37 yards. Against Baltimore in a rainy, gross game, three targets, one catch, 13 yards. You were at that game, weren't you? I was at that game. Against Pittsburgh, six (laughs) catches, uh, six targets, three catches, 171 yards and two touchdowns. Not... Not to burst your well, mm-hmm. no, I, I don't know I, if I'm I, bursting I, your I bubble here, but that the, the 98 of those yards are one. It's catch. a single play, yeah, it's so, a single play. Which it was a great play, but I mean, I feel like it was more mm-hmm. the throw. I mean, he made a great catch, so I, I don't know. I don't want to dis, I don't want to discredit him too much there, but like 
98 of those 171 yards are one play. But he also did it only on three catches. So, like, all of his catches were long. Yeah, exactly. But it's, it's you're, like, we're sitting here having this conversation of him as a wide receiver, too. If they drafted a wide receiver after 13 seconds, he's almost certainly looked at as a wide receiver three or, like, a 2B kind but of a, guy. But a really good three or 2B. Right. Yeah, like, a and really good piece to have. And that's what he should be on the Bills. and like Because, like you said, he could be a two on another team if they use him differently or have a different quarterback system, whatever. But I'm, I'm looking at the the 2022 draft, the Bills draft Kyrie Elam. Mm-hmm. That's directly following 13 seconds and all that stuff. And Christian Watson is the first wide receiver off the board after the yeah, Bills Yeah, thanks pick. for reminding me. I'm, I'm sorry. I knew I was going to do that. One of you. my great draft crushes of all time. I'm sorry. I knew I was going to do that to you. But that's where I'm looking at it. Like, you know, Watson is great with Green Bay now. But in that draft in particular, could they have really done any better than Christian Watson? You know, and, and, mm-hmm. and, and is Christian Watson that much of an improvement over Gabe Davis immediately? So maybe not. Like, maybe not. I mean, I, right I now say, might, we might be looking at it differently because yeah. he he's had his moments with Green Bay, but he's also had his moments where it's mm-hmm. like, hey, you just dropped a wide open touchdown. I will like, say with twenty twenty two especially, you're coming off of the Tre'Davious White injury. So cornerback was like always going to be the number one pick. It, it realistically always was going to be. My problem has been when they do draft receiver, I don't want to say it's at a throwaway pick. But again, it's it's pretty glaring when Gabe Davis as a fourth-round pick is the highest your GM has drafted a wide receiver in a very pass-heavy offense with Josh Allen at quarterback. That, to me, is the most glaring part. I'm fine that they didn't take a wide receiver in the first round of 2022. I'm more than okay with it. But in rounds two, three, you couldn't. You couldn't throw a flyer on a one and ultimately be like, hey, Gabe Davis is great. We could be better. Look at what the Bengals do. Yeah. The Bengals had T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd already. And they drafted Jamar Chase. And they went and drafted Jamar Chase. And I think I think Joe Burrow had a lot of influence on not, not Joe Burrow himself, but I think the fact that he was in Cincinnati has oh, a course. lot of influence probably. on Probably. Probably because there was also talk like they should take Jonah Williams because like it, you know, right. there was the meme of like, you know, Jonah Williams protecting Burrow, throwing it to anyone, it's a completion. No, you know, Chase may be open, but Burrow's on his back. That ultimately proved to be wrong because they get the ball out so quick. Yeah. But then you also look at the Packers, where yeah, they maybe are the, and, I, and I've said it a few times on this show, they are the team I most want to emulate because they have taken receivers seemingly everywhere, and they have just loaded it up. Yeah, there, there are some guys that are flyers in the fifth, sixth round, sure. But they've worked, too. But they've also taken guys in the second, third, first round. They've, they've just grabbed guys with good traits and are like, okay, like, boom, 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 like we're going to fill out the roster. More darts at the dartboard. Yeah, more which darts is, at the dartboard, that's... which we, we took a call of that kind of said the same thing of like, look, if you, ha- if you draft three of them, one probably hits, right? And if you miss on all three, one, that's terrifying. And two, that's kind Not of... Un- lie, I'm slightly impressed. Yeah, and that's also like unheard of. Like, it, that's, that's the thing. Like, why... I understand. There's other positions. There's other needs. Defensive line is one of them. But 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 wide receiver has become such a need because you ignored it. And you have one of the elite quarterbacks, top two quarterback in the league, mm-hmm. when he has the right weapons. Yep. And if he doesn't have the right weapons, he's still regarded as top five, even top three. Yeah. So just going through real quick with Green Bay's last two drafts. 2023, they take Jaden Reed in the second round. 
They also took uh, Wicks in the fifth round. The year prior, Watson in the second. Romeo Dobbs in the fourth. I always forget that Romeo Dobbs is like still young. For some reason, in my mind... Amir Rodgers isn't even on Green Bay anymore. He was taken in the third round of the 2021 draft. Right. But for, for some reason, Romeo Dobbs, in my mind, is like 28. And I don't know. He's why. been in the league for years, right? Like, yeah, it, it, it's it's weird. I don't I don't get it. But but I because they I, they made him work right away. Yeah, and I think you're right though. Like Green Bay is probably one of the best teams to look at and say this is what the Bills need to do. But the difference maker is is you have your quarterback. Like yeah, sure, Jordan loves doing great things for the Packers, but the Bills have Josh Allen, and if you put an elite wide receiver, a first round talent wide receiver. With Josh Allen, like if you even if you put Christian Watson, who could have been a first round pick, but he was a second round pick, mm-hmm. second pick of the second round, yeah, very early, yeah. If you put him with Allen, I think he's your wide receiver too. And I know I just said, oh well, like you know, you never know what he could have done with Buffalo. He had injuries, he's had drops, he's had issues, mm-hmm. but he's in a different system. He's with a different quarterback. He's with a different team. He's learning under Stephon Diggs. He's working alongside Gabe Davis, pushing Gabe Davis as well. That's something we talked about a lot with the Sabres yesterday in terms of competition. When you put when you put professional athletes up against their job, they're going to perform at their best ability or you're going to see what, they re- what they're really made of. Mm-hmm. And you never know what you could have gotten out of Gabe Davis if you put more pressure on him. Like, yeah, putting, putting him at a wide receiver too puts pressure on him. Mm-hmm. But putting someone else there saying like, hey, he's, um, he's going to hang out with you this year and he might, you know, take your job. Yeah. Have fun. Have fun. Like – Figure it out. I just I don't know. I, I I and this is this is the problem. It, it, I I know we all get caught up in. They got to take one in the first round. They've got to take one in the first round. For me, the bigger problem has been like. They took Gabe Davis in the fourth and essentially have ignored the position since. They've only gone to, free agency, quick fixes here and there. I've I've called it just crappy duct tape. Like it's duct tape that's already been used. It's a band aid on something that requires like a bandage and now we're sitting here and but like now we're sitting here with wide receivers in need because you've ignored it so bad right yeah i mean like that like that is why we are here is that gabe davis ultimately even if you had the money you probably aren't bringing him back you Mm -hmm. probably aren't i get the bills may want to bring him back on a cheap deal like this thing if he goes to the open market and he is not getting big money at all and he wants to come back on like a two-year seven million dollar per year deal so two years 14 million i'd be fine with that because yeah. he is a great complimentary piece right exactly and, and putting him with a rookie guy and Diggs and shakir and kincaid that'd be a great that'd be good like, and then all of a sudden great. yeah you aren't in such a dire situation yeah but my and this is maybe a ridiculous fear to have but personally this is my fear is that if they did sign Gabe Davis back, they would sit there and go, we'll just take a receiver in the fifth. Like, we have so many defensive yep. line needs. Yep. Because they've proven to me that that's what they will do. Yeah. Is that they will sign someone in free agency and go, receiver's fine. Our captain's back. Everyone's happy. We'll be fine. And in reality, I would I would say, like, 75% of the fan base would be furious. Even if it's I a cheap it's... deal for Davis, I yeah. think 75% of the fan base would be furious. I also wonder, like, and I, I've been – very much on the get one in the first round. But that's really only if the quality is there. Like, if you're reaching for a guy that you can get at 60 or even trade up from 60 and get it like 50, don't take him at 28. Mm-hmm. Like, that that's where I'm at this point. But the point is, the bigger point is, take a guy that will impact your team. 
don't take a guy where it takes him a year or two to get going, where like yeah. with Shakir or even with Gabe Davis. And Gabe Davis, like we've been saying, has it's been inconsistent, consistently inconsistent. Mm-hmm. It, it, you'll have that great game every once in a while, but then he'll disappear for five weeks. And then he'll have like an okay string of games. And then boom, there's the p- blow up game. And oh, well, there he goes for another four or five weeks. And that's something that I think you avoid, even if you're in the second or third round with receivers. I don't want them to wait to the third round, but you know, if you get someone of value there, then great. But it's, it's about making these calculated risks of going and getting guys. Yeah. Even if it's maybe per- perceived as like a, a reach, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like there's, there's reaches and then there's bad reaches. Yeah. Oh, and, and that's my fear, right? Like I brought up in the first hour of like, all of a sudden seven receivers have gone and you're sitting there going, we got to go, we got to do it. We got to do it. No. Right. Some restraint. Because yeah. you don't want to be that team that does go get the eighth receiver in the first round. Likely that won't happen. I think a lot of draft experts have kind of been saying that it's likely more four or five that go because yeah. it's such a deep class. But if like our eight gone in the first, or you're going to be taking the seventh, eighth guy in the first round, please don't. Like I'll even, I, I've been one of, if not the leaders of the wide receiver train. I was the guy passing notes to Jeremy about asking guests about Christian Watson. And I'd be like, Maybe you should take a defensive tackle, guys. Because, like, that is that is my fear is just, like, you've put yourself in such a box that there's so little way out. Well, because then it becomes the the EJ Manuel draft. Of, yep. Well, we got to draft one, so let's just draft one. Oh, Jalen Polk's there at 28. I'm, okay, Jalen Polk, I'd be okay. With. I, l- I like Polk a lot. Because Polk is fun, but it's, it's the value thing again of, like, you know, yep. you might need him, but at 28, Maybe, maybe not. It's it's a little rich for my blood. Let's go to Pete in the car. Pete, how are we doing today? Hey, good, good. Hey, guys, you know, I'd love them to trade up to pick up a wide receiver. It's just I'm betting any money we're going to have a real hard time doing that. Mm-hmm. What about trading back into the second if somebody wants to come into the first and picking up a third-round pick? Because then we get a second and a third, two, two seconds, two thirds, and then they definitely can pick two receivers, no problem, and then get one of their defensive guys, whoever that has to be. But at least... Because I really I looked at a lot of these receivers. There's a whole lot mm-hmm. of receivers in here are really really good. I mean I have I have my favorite five favorites. Yeah, I like Franklin too. Uh, but, <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Uh, I, I like him too. I just don't. It's going to be hard to trade up. And uh, uh, you know next year we're going to have the same problem. We're still going to need some people. So uh, it may be better to trade back. I don't know. You guys mull it over. I'll listen. <laughs> Thanks for the call, Pete. And I kind of love that. I like, actually, I really love that because Carolina is the first team that comes to mind. They don't have a first round pick, and, and, you, could, and you can maybe see it. them getting a little, get a little, you know, wild right. out here. Going and like, you also wait have, a second. You have that whole Buffalo Carolina connection, so you can just call like, them up, which is kind of dead now. It is. Like, no yeah. one is there anymore. No, but it it was there, so you have the history. So I don't know. I I, I honestly really yeah. like that because there are teams that would want to get back in as long as you. I mean, you you won't be able to confirm it, but like as long as you can kind of make sure that they're not going to take who you're going to take. Mm-hmm. Like, and and my only worry there though though is. Let's say you want to trade back and take a receiver. Kansas City's right behind you. That's yeah. That's my. <laughs> that's thing. the one thing that normally not I'd be sitting here great. going like trading back's great. I love the idea. You can pick up more picks because they they do need to get younger. They've got to fill a lot of roster holes. They're going to have ten picks. But as Pete pointed out, like if they trade back in the second round, they'll have two seconds and hopefully two thirds. Now all of a sudden we're cooking with gas here. Like you yeah. take a receiver, you're going to get good value. You can take a guy like Trevandre Sweat. You're probably going to, you know, if you're trading out of the first round, likely someone in the second round, Carolina is trading in. Carolina has the first pick of the second round. So, so. And, and 
I think Pete even brought up like Troy Franklin's an idea. There's a good chance he's there at the first pick of the second round. There's a very good chance. Right. And so now all of a sudden you could be in this scenario walking away with it, what many consider, myself included, a first-round wide receiver talent in the second round plus picking up more picks. Absolutely. I, I love that. It is the fear, though, of a team like Kansas City of just like, but they go out and get Brian Thomas Jr. Or now, realistically, yeah. if they're trading back, it likely does mean five, six receivers have been taken and maybe two ed- or two tackles have been taken. And it's like, okay, guys, like let's... Let's maximize our maximize our assets here. Yeah, let's let's maximize it and move back. And so then, I'm, I guess in that scenario, I'd be less worried because it's likely that there isn't that receiver available that is freaking you out in the first round. Well, the maybe other, it's still an Adonai Mitchell. Maybe the other thing too is is unless someone else is trading into the first round for a second pick, the only two teams that don't have a first round pick this year are Carolina and Cleveland. So mm-hmm. there, you only have two trade partners there. And like I said, Carolina has the first pick of the second round because they didn't trade that away somehow. <laughs> they, they decided to make that decision. But the that Browns aren't that high up in the second round. They're probably like 50-ish, mm-hmm. I think, somewhere around there. So The Bills? The Browns. Oh, the Browns. Let me actually the Browns. Well, because the that. Browns are five picks ahead of the Bills. Okay. In the first round if they mm-hmm. had it. It's Houston's now. Um but that I mean pick 54. Okay, so 50 yeah, so six six picks ahead of the Bills it's 60. So in that case you're not getting in to the second round in the beginning of it. Mm-hmm. You would your only trade partner here that doesn't have a first round pick really is Carolina. Carolina, yeah. You're not going to trade that you're not going to trade with with Cleveland for that unless and, you're getting uh, somehow getting something else in return. But, I think now I'm having a tough time, though, even considering Carolina trading up because if the Bills are trading out, they both need wide receivers desperately. Right, yeah. And why would Carolina go get one if the Bills, if, if the Bills aren't, aren't going, going to, to pick one? one. Yeah, right. so like, it, it's a fun idea. I love it. I'm always I'm always in for trading back. Well, I mean, what, el- what else does Carolina need besides wide receiver? Maybe offensive talent, line? Talent. They talent. need talent. <laughs> New quarterback? It's just everything, really. Man, could you imagine if they – I mean, like, that's – so poor of <laughs> just, just like I said. Hey, from them. hey, you put in competition. You say, hey, play for your job. Maybe you'll get something out of Bryce I mean, Young. All right, no, let, I'm, let, no, I'm, let, I'm just kidding. They're not gonna like Carolina's not gonna take the a early second round. Does see New England at two, sort of pick thirty four. Arizona at thirty five. Washington at thirty six. I mean, there's a few teams there. It doesn't have to be Carolina. The Giants. I mean, this could also be though. This could also be. If we're looking at the Giants, the Patriots, potentially, depending on how they use their first-round pick, I think they could trade back. You want to get a fifth-round option on a quarterback. Bo Nix, Michael Penix. You're trading up. Buffalo is willing to trade down. You move up, you get that fifth-round or you get that fifth-year option. Fifth-year. Okay, I see. I I, I was like, fifth round? Wow. Yeah, no, I'm sorry. (laughs) You get that fifth-year option because you draft the quarterback in round one. Mm -hmm. Bills move back to, I'll go... Let's go the the Giants there, so they go to pick thirty nine. Oh, so in this scenario, the Giants would take yeah, uh, uh, Penix or Bonix. It right. doesn't really matter there. Yeah, but also with that, because you are moving, they're moving up quite a bit. That's going to be eleven pick jump. You also could get m- probably more than 
a third rounder. You're probably getting a third and a second, and maybe like next year's fourth or this year's fourth. Do you think you get a second out of it? Uh no, it's probably a bit aggressive. Yeah, it's probably a bit much, but it also could be because they're trading for a quarterback. You could leverage that. Leverage that, and then also you're talking Carolina connection. That's a legit connection with Joe Shane and Brian Dable there. Right. Yeah. That's a legit connection, and I kind of like that idea. But again, it would take six, seven receivers have gone before the Bills even pick. Mm-hmm. And at that point, as Bills fans, we're probably going, why haven't they moved up? What is happening? Yeah, and then and then it's also like, what else could be in the works? Yeah, you know? what like, else could what, be in what, the works? You look at round one, too. I mean, we talk, let, let's go just, Marvin Harrison goes to Arizona. Let's just go bang, bang, bang. Arizona takes Marvin Harrison Jr., Malik Neighbors goes to the Chargers, and then Roma Dunze goes to the Giants. I cannot imagine. Crazy. But it's definitely <laughs> possible. I cannot imagine then the Bears at nine take Brian Thomas Jr. That would be nuts. That I feel like would be a very aggressive and would kind of radically change the draft. Yeah, and that that's like something where like you know how like you said the experts don't really see that see, sort of thing happening. Yeah, exactly. Like I just think that. But maybe like you know the Colts they lose Michael Pittman. That's or true. they or they don't even want to bring him back. They let him walk. Mm-hmm. They could take one at fifteen. The Jaguars. Jaguars at 17 could absolutely take somebody. Bengals at 18. Bengals could. Again, it depends on the T. Higgins situation. Right. And we're going to see that by the draft. Yep. So, I mean, Could Houston take a receiver at 23? I don't think so. I think they need a little more defensive help. Dallas probably not 24. Green Bay probably not 25. Tampa 26. Mike Evans, it looks like he's leaving. Yeah. And, and you're going to pay big money to Baker, so you want to make sure that's going to be worth it. Arizona probably doesn't at 27. Yeah, because they probably already have they already Marvin have Marvin Harrison Jr. Jr. But so, I mean, there's room where there could be teams that, that take a receiver there. That is a feasible yeah. option that all of a sudden, oh, crap, six guys are gone. And it's to teams that you couldn't trade up with because they were like, no, I'm taking a receiver here. Yeah. What about trading up to the Rams? I think that's too far. That's 19. See, I've, I've been locked in with Pittsburgh on this one. Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh's Pittsburgh at 20. One. I mean, it's, yeah. it's a one-pick difference, but Pittsburgh's but then, the one I've been locked what's in What's nice with. about Pittsburgh is you can't really you – can't, you're not going to jump Cincinnati or Jacksonville, I don't unfortunately. Think so. Or even – and obviously Indianapolis at 15. But if you jump up to Pittsburgh, you jump up ahead of Miami, mm-hmm. Houston, Dallas, Tampa, and obviously you're still ahead of Kansas City and Baltimore. Yep. And I'm just looking at the AFC opponents. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And – because I also wonder, what does a team like Detroit do? I got to imagine they go cornerback. Like their, uh, yeah, their secondary to. was so bad. They have to, but but at the same time, you never know. They they might want to. Well, get they were the also action. they were also a team that I mean it, it worked out for like a year, but they took Jameer Gibbs with in the top fifteen last year. They're not. I don't. No, I don't think they're going to go that crazy again. I just I, I look at like them and Baltimore and even San Francisco with Brandon Ayuk leaves. Yeah, apparently Ayuk's a thing. So, like, yeah. he could be traded. Now, all of a sudden, you do have a, a need there because Debo Samuel, especially the way they play him, he's not a guy that is going to be sustainable long-term. And also, someone in that organization has to be honest with themselves about Brock Purdy. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> right. has to be. Yeah. I, I just I, I think it's interesting, though, because like when we started with this, with, with Pete's take on that whole— Loved it. I loved it at first, it. and now that we're dissecting it a little bit, I'm hating it more and more as we go. I think because again, I'm so scared of the fact of if you trade out and, like like you said, if it, in this scenario you probably trade out if there's six receivers gone, but then you also lose out on probably 
seven and eight as well because Kansas City's going to take one, and then whoever you're trading with might take one as well. Mm-hmm. So that, it's, a, it's a weird it's, spot they're it's in, tough. And, it's, and it's why I love this season. Mm-hmm. And it's also why I, it, it, I'm somewhat optimistic about the Bills. I'm so excited for them to get younger because, look, we've tried to win a Super Bowl with this current core. It didn't work. That's okay. Because, again, looking at the Kansas City Chiefs, they were just uh, – they're going to be a more talented team these last few years. They have more Hall of Famers. They had better assistant coaches, Steve Spagnola, compared to, you know, Leslie Frazier for a few years. You know, maybe Eric Bieniemy and Brian Dable are a wash, but they had a better defensive coordinator and realistically, at times, better defensive players with Chris Jones, McDuffie the last two years, Legereus Sneed, been very good. Carl Loftus has been a better edge rusher than the two they've had. So, I mean, it, it's tough, but it's it's an honest look at the Bills. Now you can see them get younger and, I think, attack certain positions that they have ignored for a few years here. Got to take a quick time out here. Still looking for your calls, 803-0550, if you want to jump in on this conversation and give your favorite draft idea as we head into Combine Week next week. Zach Jones, Josh Man, hanging out with you for another half hour. You're listening to The X-Point Show. This is WGR. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.